Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Best Life Cafe. Kathy Anello here with my amazing co-host, Tim Pola. Good morning, Tim. Welcome, welcome. Good to be back in the <laughs> saddle again. We took a little brief we, intermission. We have. And, you know, it's because life is moving at this super accelerated pace that I really honestly don't know that I've ever felt before as far as, like, not just my level of busyness, but just, like, days rolling into days rolling into days. And you're kind of like, what day is this? I don't even know anymore because I'm going 24-7. Even if I'm trying to sleep, I'm going 24-7, right? Yeah. I definitely have been putting some like long hours in last week was crazy for me. Uh, did a remodel with like four other people in this place that had guests coming. And so it had to be done in a certain amount of time. So I think on the last day I worked like 14 hours uh, wow. that day just in the place, but it got wrapped up. The guests came, they had no idea we had, well, they knew we did something because it looked amazing in the kitchen afterwards, but yeah, just a real quick turnaround, and uh, I've also been doing a lot of graphic design stuff for Confidence by Char, which is a company in nice. Texas now. And um, Yeah, so I have legitimately doing 12-hour days, all kinds of different stuff in between the days. I, I, like I was saying on the uh, Like It or Not podcast that I will be on today uh, was Woo-hoo. that I played, I played an artist, I played a contractor i played um a graphic design artist i played a podcast host and uh, also i played a good friend because one of my friend's dogs ripped their leg open and i had to take them to the emergency room so that was that was traumatic (laughs) (laughs) speaking of trauma uh which is you know first of all before we go there i just want to say one thing and that is i have been just working like you've had these full days of like all this stuff I have only been working and eating and sleeping. Like, that's it. I've been trying to read a little bit at night to quiet my brain, but I just can't turn my brain off from what the workload is right now. But I've been watching, you know, you on social media and all your fun little things. Like, you're at a juice opening, and you were at the art walk, and you're, like, on a podcast, and you're, there was something else you did, and I was just like, oh, my God, he is living his best life right now. Man, and I, I am. You are. Full circle turnaround. It shows. It shows. And and thank God that I can catch up on that. Yeah. Yeah. I have been practicing a lot of self-love, so I've been really taking care of Mm -hmm. myself, uh, eating very healthy, drinking so much less, it's not even funny, and um, working out a ton. I think I'm at like 22 days out of 28 that I have been home from Columbia, and I have either gone to the gym, done yoga, or been to Inferno Hot Pilates, went to kickboxing a couple times. So I saw that. Yeah. Well, the other thing, you were kickboxing, which is my next thing. And I reached out to uh, Sammy. I'm like, I'm going to be ready as soon as tax season's done to get some aggression out of my body because there's a lot in there. And you don't, you when know, I was watching you punching the bag, and I was like, oh my God, I want that feeling. Yeah, I actually want to get a punching bag for my house just because it's, it's so interesting how mm-hmm. much. Thought goes into uh, punching, like what it actually entails, how your wrist has to roll, how you got to keep your body in this stance, and a whole level of respect to all the MMA fighters out there that are just kicking butt because that training is a lot. 
I mean, I think, you know, moving your physical body is definitely one way um, to keep moving through your life with uh, a little bit more ease and grace because you're getting it out of your body, which brings us to today's subject. <laughs> uh, so the other day, I think it was Sunday, I had a really weird week last week. Like, I, I could sit and have coffee with you and tell you all about it. I will not share this on the podcast, but I had a very roller coaster range of emotions last week. And so I was just walking from my car to the office Sunday afternoon to drop something off. And then I was going off to my first in a week or two social event that I could see my friends and hang out. It was a memorial party out in Redwood Valley where all bands play all day long. So I'm walking and I trip on, I couldn't tell you what, but I fell flat on my face. And when I say flat on my face, you know how when you fall, you bend your knees and you're kind of like bracing yourself for if you've ever fell, fallen, <laughs> fallen and I can't get up. And I was laying there and I thought, it felt like someone just shoved me. And my whole oh my entire gosh. upper lip started bleeding. My nose has like these little bruises on them. Thank God my teeth did not break. And I was laying there going, what just happened? Like it was so shocking in the moment that it happened, got myself up, went in the bathroom in my office, looked and saw blood just pouring down my face. And I'm like, I can't mm. go to this party. Like, there's no way. The vain Kathy, anybody knows me, they know how vain I am, cannot let anybody see her face like this. Mm. Like, there's no way. So I come home and I put on, you know, I clean it and I put on makeup. And then I'm like, you know what? You have to, you know, always do the one thing you fear, right? Like, and that's showing up with a big, blob on your face that looks like you just had Botox in your lip and I'm like so I decide I'm going to go no matter what so I go I tell my friend who sees me what happened and she looks at me and she's all oh my god that is so traumatic and I'm like yeah I never looked at it that way at all like for me falling flat on my face bruising up my face wasn't traumatic because the next thing I thought of was I've really had some traumatic events in my life that are much deeper than falling flat on my face. I have fallen flat on my face in life. You know what I mean? Like in relationships, in, you know, um, choices that I've made, decisions that I've made. And I'm like, this was so symbolic to me that if you fall flat on your face or you have some big trauma that pushes you to the ground, like what do you do with that? Does it stay in your body? You know, does it only come out? at night, you know, or when you're triggered. So I wanted yeah. to bring the discussion to the table because I think that trauma, um, when you have trauma, your amygdala, which you probably already know this, which is your emotional response center in the brain, it becomes overactive. And then that leads to this hypersensitive way of living your life. And you're constantly in hyperarousal or stress because that traumatic event is stuck in your body and can be triggered, like, you know, maybe somebody really did push me someday, and that I didn't really think about it until she brought that trauma back for me, like, maybe she'd been pushed. You know what I mean? Like, there was this, there's this piece that I'm like, trauma lives in our body, and how do we get rid of it? Yeah, uh, you know, it, it's very interesting to me to see her response to the you falling on your face, because, like, you know, I would just chalk that one up to a shitty accident, like, oh, oh well, and <laughs> move forward. Oops. But what what has transpired in her life, or to to 
elicit that kind of response from that incident, you know, like what, if this is your idea of trauma, like I would really not like to be in your mind and see what else you are finding as trauma, you know, like, whoa, this, it seems so uh, minuscule in the scheme of things, right? Like I'm sure you can attest to that with some of the stuff that you have done falling flat on your face in your life as you described. Um, right, like it so wasn't just about a fall, just, physical fall. So, so then we have uh, a thing where it boils down to, like, what is everyone's definition of trauma, right? Like, right. Because trauma for some people could be a car accident, the death of a loved one, um, right. something like that, or it could be falling on your face. Ooh. So, uh, well, so how it do we be like? So to break down like trauma, there's there's three kind of ways of, that, of traumatic events. One is like 9-11. You know, when that happened, it was traumatic. Global events that affect us right now. Uh, what we all just went through with, with the COVID lockdowns and the, the masking of our faces, all of that has had a traumatic effect on people, whether they lived their best life during that time or not. Or not. Because I know we've lived our best life during those traumatic events, right? There's a war going on. We're still getting up, going to the gym, and you know, doing our life. So, but those things have like a energetic effect on you. And then there's the traumatic events like, you know, divorce, loss of a loved one, uh, um, stress, physical illness, physical trauma, any kind of abuse in your life, verbal, emotional, physical, sexual. Uh, all those things are traumatic events, and what happens when we have these traumatic events is we either deal with them or we shove them down and we block them and we become numb to them, and we are living out our daily life in sort of a state of numbness. And then an event happens that triggers that trauma from some area of your life that's blocked, and it, you have to have a response to it. And that's where people are either crabby or they're lonely or like I had somebody tell me the other day they were feeling empty. And I'm like, how do you feel empty in a full world? You know, like what is causing that feeling that you can't fill that feeling up with just yourself or your self-love? And it's a really hard thing to do when you're going through trauma to find that self-love for yourself and take care of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the underlying uh, facet of trauma is fear right? Like we're afraid yeah. it's going to happen again. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I was doing a lot mm-hmm. of research on this about P- PTSD, uh, which yeah. lots of our veterans have and stuff like that. I can only imagine what the people of Ukraine and Russia and all that that's going on over there are feeling at this very moment in time. It seems like a lot. It's traumatizing for me to watch it on the news right. where I'm like, I just, I thought we were evolving to be better than this, but you know, like <laughs> that's a sad reality. <laughs> yeah, that's but maybe this reality. is the last throw of of that to get us over the hump. You know what I mean? Like we have. I I really don't know, but um, it's it's a lot, and there's a lot going on for all of us at any given day. I think that the best way to uh, deal with some of the trauma is to a stay present. Because what happens is we're playing old memories over and over again that are on repeat and we're not being present. Because if 
you were to really stop, take a deep breath, look around and see where you're at at that very moment in time, there is no clear and present danger, possibly, in, depending on what's going on in your life, uh, around. And to be totally honest, we're surrounded by love all day long, every day. Yeah. And there's lots of things here. If for we're only to, willing like, to accept it, you know, if we're only willing yeah. to accept that love, because I think, you know, what came up for me right when you said that was that love is also a, uh, holy shit, this person thinks that we have a meeting at 7 o'clock, but we don't. So I'm just going to let that go. Um, yeah, live on the air. So, Thanks, person. No kidding. Well, I think she made it at 9 o'clock her time, but it's 9 o'clock my time for me, which is 11 o'clock uh-huh. her time. Anyway, bygone. Sorry about that. Uh, completely lost my thought. Oh, it was about um, love and accepting love. And if you've ever been closed off to love, it's very hard to take that reach out if somebody's just trying to give you comfort or someone's just trying to give you love. And bring that in because you're just like blocked, you know, like the trauma of maybe being hurt in love or the trauma of maybe uh, what love did to you. You're not willing to accept love from anybody, even friendship love, you know. You're just like, I got this. I'll deal with this myself. And I think it's really important that you do reach out and that you do talk it out and that you do say, let's go have coffee. I've really never been a person that asked people as my emotions, but I – did last week reach out to a friend. I was like really just struggling with some things that were going on. And I was like, I really just don't know how to respond to this situation. And, you know, they were there for me, like every beat of the way. And it was so reassuring to know that I had people that loved me and that were willing to take the time to just sort it out with me and help me sort my feelings out. And I was grateful for that because we need that when we have trauma in our life. I just didn't know how much trauma I really had gone through until I was away from it, you know? Yeah. Unpacking it from a distance is way easier than when you're in it. And sometimes it takes time for us to walk through all the feels, right? Like, and unpacking the feelings, sitting with the feelings, seeing what comes up for you inside of those feelings is a big deal. Uh, because, you know, like you said, seeking counsel is always a good way to to deal with trauma, like either professional or friends, colleagues, um, community support, you know, like going to community events is also really good for uh, handling a lot of that stuff. But I, I, I mean, like, as far as feeling the feels, you know, one of the things that I would suggest is that you journal and you write about what you feel and let it go. Because that for me in my life, like whenever I've been in some stressful situation, uh, relationship wise, usually is where my yeah. trauma came from. Yeah. Um, it, it was, <laughs> it was, it was so much easier to, to feel it out through my pen than it was to feel it inside. And as I did that, it was like, I let it go. And so I wrote it out, out of my body, out of my being. Oh, my God, I love that. I've been reading a book by Gabby Bernstein. Uh, It's about trauma, and it's called Happy Days. It's her brand-new book. And one of the exercises she gives you is called Rage on the Page. And so, like, when you have rage, she's like, you know, I just got up every morning, and I wrote it out. Like, all the the shit, all the – closed that book, went on with my day. And and then you can kind of get to a mentality. Somebody sent me a podcast this morning – 
very small meditation called fuck it. And like, basically it's like, mm. you just close your eyes and then when you breathe out, you're like, fuck it, <laughs> fuck it, you know? Yeah. And although that is not dealing with it, what that's doing is saying, I'm turning this shit over to a higher power. I understand that I have trauma and feelings about this. I understand that I am hurting in this area because I think one of the things is that um, the feelings that make us the most uncomfortable are the most things that we need to heal. So if you're feeling empty, if you're feeling rageful, if you're feeling resentment, if you've you got to figure out why that's in you. It doesn't have to do with anybody else. Like, why am I feeling this way? And I think for me, I've finally gotten to a point where I'm able to say, this isn't really a, maybe the event, the person did this to you or whatever their shit was, but it's really about what it triggered in me and how do I heal that in me so that the next person that comes down the pike and does that to me isn't going to trigger me in this way. That makes yeah. Sense. And, you know, I would <laughs> say that one of the, the things that I see in society is that uh, people like to identify with their traumas, which I think is mm-hmm. not a healthy way of dealing with it because it kind of like, I don't want to say like glorifies the, like the victim mentality type of situation yeah. where you're like, Oh, this is yeah. what happened to me. And they, they continually like live in that space. And that's not healthy because we're continually re bringing it up. And I don't know, to me, it doesn't seem like it's very helpful to have that uh, dialogue for 15 years after the fact, you know what I mean? Like this is mm-hmm. who I am. This is where I'm at. And I think that one of the, so I guess what I'm getting at is the, the art of letting go that whole fuck it mentality <laughs> where you, yeah. you work through it the best you can. You seek help. You, you know, like get outside, get some exercise, you journal, you do these things and really, really let it go. Like it, it's one thing if you're starting a relationship and you want to like bring up like some of the traumatic things that have happened to you, but not continually like using that to paint the walls, so to speak. I love that. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I think that we, we have to, the thing about these stories, you know, that lives in you, the old story that you keep going over and over and over, like, no, I get guilty. Uh, but I also feel like if it's in your body, it isn't going to be able to not be discussed or brought up until it's out of your body. So how do you get 100%. the traumatic um, PTSD-ish feelings that you you know, feel and try to, you know, maneuver your life around, how do you get them out of your body? One is uh, the emotion code. You know, I've talked about this briefly, but Lauren Strangio, again, always gets a shout out here. Uh, She does a practice with the emotion code and kind of identifies what those emotions are. And there's a magnetized thing. So that's one thing. There's also, I think, meditation and the art of, um, you know, placing your hands on your heart and, and surrendering to a higher power of whatever it's going to bring me, like just bring me the highest good for me and let me let this go because it's stopping me from living my best life right now. And so it's all, yeah. prayer is a big part for me of letting go of trauma. I, I pray a lot and, and it's not necessarily to God or Jesus, you know, although, you know, I believe in all that. I just think for me it's like, I know that my connection to a higher power is real and that I am that higher power. 
Very real, so very I, true, all of those things. Yeah, I know you know and that. Just, and I connect, yeah, I connect to that and say, all right, fuck it, here you go. Like, I'm going to just get yeah. through my day, and I'm going to know that you are going to provide me the answers. You are going to provide me the way. You are going to provide me. I, just side note, I was doing my appreciation list this morning because appreciation was my topic this morning in, in one of my courses I do online. And the last thing I wrote was, I appreciate the fact that I can put my faith in a higher power than me. And that was very telling for me because it was like, that means I have to let go of the things I want to control in my life right now, which is there's a lot of uncertainty going on for me. And, you know, as we go, we'll probably see how that evolves. But there's a, you know, our community is having a hard time financially, which affects every business. And we were discussing it, but like, there's career moves that have to happen. There's career choices that have to be made. There's a whole housing choices that have to be made as a result of those career moves. And I'm sitting here going, get through the next six weeks and all the answers will come. They feel like turning it over to a higher power eases the daily life that you're living and rather than obsessing, yeah. worrying, stressing. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> and you know, uh, my good friend drew nickel, uh, always tells me because I always I always ask like how God how can I do this and he says rather than asking how ask what are the steps I need to take to do this and watch how the universe God paints the picture to show you the steps to get to where it is that you want to go and so I I've been using that and what are the steps oh go work out Go outside, do something, be active. Uh, you know, there are a lot of great ways to deal with trauma. You know, like, obviously, we discussed talking about it, seeking professional help. Um, getting outside, getting some exercise is another great way because your body gets those good endorphins, which kind of, like, overpowers that amygdala and feeds yeah. you with some oxygen that your body needs. Um, Mm -hmm. Journaling is another great thing. Um, And, of course, we always want to be mindful and meditate because meditation, you know, it's so funny. We always come back to it. It's always in all of our best Mm -hmm. life. It's it's like the number one thing for the toolkit is meditation. Sit in silence. Quiet your mind. Breathe. Breath. That kind of thing. Um, also, one of my favorite ways to deal with trauma is get creative, get some paint, get some pencils, mm-hmm. scribble, crush the crayon into the canvas, just let go. And I know you can attest to this because of the one time that you came to my art studio and we did like an art therapy yeah. where you just threw and, the wall. and let go. Yeah. 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 No, that was and a you power. Know, Still my favorite thing in my house is those paintings, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, that's actually how I became an artist. I experienced a trauma of watching this girl I really, really liked make out with a guy that I did not like and thought was not a good person. And I walked home from the bars, drunk, pissed, angry, mad, sad. And I got home (laughs) and I had this... um, photograph that had got ruined at one of the salons I was hanging my photos at and I put the canvas down and I just started throwing paint at it 
feverishly because I was pissed. And as I'm doing this, I felt this great release, this great, like, oh, this is fun. This is enjoyable. And then I'm watching the paint meld together and roll down the canvas, and it's just all drippy and gloppy. And it was so beautiful because at that point in time, it took me from this really bad situation and turned it in to what I am today, which is an artist. And I love it. It's so it's like one of those things that it was such, I'm so grateful for that trauma in my life because it brought me to be where I am now. Well, yeah, I mean, that's an interesting point because then it's just like, if you can give those traumas up and if you can find a way to get them out of your body and move through them, uh, it's actually leading you to what's true and what's authentic in your life. And I feel like the more you just, you know, like sometimes owning who you are or the choices that you've made are hard to sit with if they're having an adverse effect on you emotionally. And you're like, why did I do this? What was I thinking? And so you start beating yourself up which is a trauma all on its own. And so you really just to be able to say, I did this, this was a choice I made, this is what's happening, and this is uncomfortable, but I know that it's leading me to the best, highest version of myself. And once you get through those couple months of uncomfortableness and, like, live in the discomfort and be like, okay, I don't care, I'm just going to live in this discomfort for a minute, you know, it moves its way out, and all of a sudden the universe opens a door here or opens a door there. And even though I know this 100% in my soul, I still have trepidation about the future. I still wonder where's my life going to be, who's going to be in it. Like all those things are real, but I just try, I'm trying to just be present today and know that I'm protected by the universe. And that's a really hard thing you, to do, but it, it, it's doable. You know, so for starters, you should stop trying and just be because then it yeah. actually happens. The act of trying Agreed. is Agreed. a – so, okay, great. We got that. Well, I, so I feel like what trying you're just about, sort of – wait, <laughs> wait, pause. Trying is to me like making the attempt to let it go. I, and I think because letting go is so hard. So if I'm trying to move through it, it's like – I'm trying the fuck it attitude. Like, just let it go, Kathy. Like, just let it go. Just don't make any energy. Don't make any effort towards anything. Let the universe provide it. So that's my try. Just to clarify. <laughs> you could say, rather than saying trying, you could say, I am working on my healing. Right? Because yeah, that's exactly what definitely. you're doing. Trying, I yeah. feel like, is you're either, are you really doing it or are you just attempting to do it? Like, you're really doing it. You're right. doing the work. And so yeah. I just feel like, I don't know, that word's a, Loaded for me. Okay, no, triggered uh, from some traumatic event in your past. Triggered. <laughs> yeah. And there yeah. you see it, folks, live on live on uh, the podcast. This is how we roll. Uh, one of the things so, that I wanted to say, you said get moving. I wanted to say, don't isolate yourself when you're feeling yeah. trauma. Don't don't isolate yourself. Go out there, even if you're sitting in your discomfort. Be around people. It's so, or, you know, reach out to a friend and talk to them. Like, don't isolate during those times. And I think I'm really good at isolating, but I'm trying to. Uh, I am going to be Working. moving forward with social activity so that I can heal that piece I of me. Woo! <laughs> Great work. So, you know, um, for, for those out there that are experiencing some real, real, like, heavy traumas, you know, I don't want to 
make this seem like everything is ice cream and cupcakes. Um, you know, I, I've been doing a lot of research on MAPS, which is the multidisciplinary, um, what is it? Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies. And they have been doing a ton of research on the psychedelic drugs and medicines that are having an amazing effect on people's PTSD, amazing effects Ooh, on al alcoholism. Um, they're using things like MDMA, LSD, Ibogaine, ayahuasca, and I for myself have seen amazing transformations from a lots of different people through ayahuasca. I have had people say that ayahuasca was like 10 years of therapy for them in one cup. So I've heard that too. I've heard that too. There is a lot of cool things coming on the forefront to help us as humans heal from a lots of traumas. Traumas. I mean, those traumas Trauma. can go back to your childhood and you don't even know. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, you know, I went know to see Lauren. Until an event triggers you. Yeah, and uh, she did the emotional code thing, and she's like, oh, you have a trauma when you were, like, four years old. I'm like, hmm. And she's like, oh, it involves your mom. I'm like, huh? I'm like, well, I don't really know what that's about because that was a long time ago. And I told my mom about it, and she goes, that's when I went back to work, and you had to go to a babysitter. And I was like, wow. huh, interesting. Yeah. So now the other part of dealing with this is, wow. right, because – we may not know the answers to why the trauma exists in us, especially exactly. from past stuff. Exactly. So we have to discuss it yeah. in order to figure out what the whole song sounds like or looks like. Wow. Well, that, that's a powerful little story because that is, I often think of some of the things that my children went through at my, what they went through because of my choices in my life. And often in their adult life now, I can see little areas where, oh, that's because of this incident in my life that you experienced, like as a parent. Uh, we, you know, we always do the best we can when we're parenting, but like your mom had to go back to work. She would never have thought 30 years from now you would have to deal with that emotional separation that you felt at age four. But that's how deep trauma is. And I'm so glad you shared that story because, I think what we don't realize is how deep our trauma is and how it affects our today. And so if I could leave anybody with anything, it would just be like, recognize your trauma, write it out if you need to, you know, seek help if you feel like it's just too much for you, reach out to somebody if, it's, if, if you want to start there by just saying, hey, I need to talk this out, and fuck it, let it go. Yeah, don't let go. Don't hang on to it any longer than you have to but you got to deal with it to get it out, you know, or see an emotion code specialist and work on those emotional releases in your life. Um, listen to this Absolutely. podcast because we teach you how to, we teach you how to live your best life. Oh, we might not stuff. have all the answers, but we definitely have experienced some things in our life, which has led us to this path. And, you know, I'm just grateful for all the listeners out there that are still on Thanks. the line with us. And I uh, just want to say thank they you. Are, all for they're being still here. listening. Uh, so oh, yeah, we may not be back for, Hey, I just want to say we may not be back for two weeks or 10 days. Like it is what it is in our life. Uh, until tax season's over, I am very time limited and, um, I look forward to our next show and seeing what that brings. I appreciate you.
I appreciate you too. To all those out there that are experiencing some traumas, I'm sending lots of love and positive vibrations your ways. Uh, may you seek help. May you find clarity. May you find comfort in your Reach situation. Reach out to us. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're all here for you. You know, this is a together thing. This is a we thing, not an I thing. So yeah. if you're, you know, feeling yeah. isolated and lonely, reach out to somebody, you know. Uh, there's lots of people that love you out there, whether you know it or not. I just got chills when I said that, so I know it must be true. I agree with and, that. You never know who's rooting for you. Yeah. <laughs> so on that note, I'd just like to say I love you all. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, like, share, comment. Um, take a picture, write it down, do something we cool do. for us, and we love you. <laughs> tell us you love us. No. <laughs> All right, Tim. Yeah, tell us you love David. us. All right. All right. Love Bye. You. Bye. Bye, everybody.